If you feel like you could be experiencing a quarter-life crisis or quarter-life confusion, as I like to call it, then Love My Quarter Life might just be the podcast you've been waiting for. The weekly episodes offer you digestible, actionable and relatable guidance to help you navigate the oh-so-common challenges that our quarter lives throw at us. So if you're in your 20s or 30s and feeling stuck, confused, lost and unfulfilled, then welcome to the club. And this episode is all about confidence, specifically how confidence can help us with quarter life confusion. And I share a very handy tool to help you show up more confidently every single day. Hello, hello. Welcome to Love My Quarter Life, the podcast dedicated to supporting women to overcome the overwhelm of quarter life confusion. So today's episode is all about confidence. And the reason that I want to talk about confidence is because confidence impacts just about every single aspect of life. And it's something that if we dedicate time and energy into developing, then our lives will become a hell of a lot easier and a hell of a lot more fun. So the main things I'm going to be talking about are what confidence actually is, why it's especially important to work on it in our 20s and 30s and how confidence can especially help us with quarter life confusion. Then I want to talk about how confidence is developed and how anyone, regardless of past experiences or challenges, can develop their levels of confidence if they want to. And finally, I'm going to give you a tool that you can carry with you every day to help you show up more confidently and ultimately to help you become a more confident person. So let's start with a definition. And there are many definitions out there. And I think Confidence can mean different things to different people at different times in their life. But one definition that really stood out to me and I think sums up confidence in its most concise and accurate way is a feeling of trust in one's abilities, qualities and judgment. And I think that this sums up exactly why a lack of confidence and therefore a lack of trust in our abilities, qualities and judgment makes so many of us feel stuck, confused, inadequate and lost in this phase of life. Now when I think about the main challenges that women are facing in their 20s and 30s, no confidence isn't going to be a magic solution to all of these, of course it's not, but it is certainly going to help us approach these challenges in a more effective way. So yes, we might not know what we want in life, But if we have confidence in our actions and our decisions, then this gives us reassurance that although we don't know what we want now, we'll be able to figure this out in future. Yes, we might feel stuck in an unfulfilling career or relationship or friendship group, but we know that as a person, we have great qualities which might not be best suited to the career or the relationship or the friendship group we're in now, but they will be suited to other people and other jobs and We don't need to be hanging around and not fitting in and feeling shit about ourselves. Confidence allows us to go out and find our people and find the work that we love. Yes, we might lack motivation and clear direction, but confidence helps us to see ourselves as someone who can and will achieve great things and as someone who makes good decisions. And this is going to give us a huge motivation boost and the clarity and direction that we need in order to keep moving forward. 
yes, we might wonder if the grass would be greener if we were doing something else. And so instead of sitting wondering about it, confidence allows us to go out and test it and give it a try, knowing that if it doesn't turn out the way that we'd hoped, then we'll be okay anyway, because we believe and we trust in ourselves. Yes, we might compare ourselves to other people, but with confidence, we look at those people through a lens of inspiration rather than through a lens of insecurity or jealousy. So you can see how developing confidence can really, really help us with quarter life confusion and dealing with these questions and challenges and crossroads that are so, so common in this phase of life. Confidence helps us to take risks and to make decisions and to try new things and to meet new people, to go to new places and to push and test and challenge ourselves. And these are all things that we need to be doing in our quarter lives if we are feeling stuck, confused and unfulfilled. So how do we do this? Well, we need to start with understanding how confidence works and how it's developed and also how it's depleted as well because we aren't born feeling inadequate or insecure, are we? We're born with innate confidence that pushes us to learn everything from scratch. Like when babies are learning to walk, they don't give it a go, fall over and think, oh, well, I just can't do this walking thing. I'm just going to crawl everywhere. (laughs) No, it's the opposite, isn't it? They keep trying to walk. They keep falling over. And eventually they learn how to walk and then they become so confident in walking that they don't have to think about it anymore. The process of walking becomes hardwired into their brains so that they just do it automatically without even thinking. And this is the same with everything that babies and toddlers and young children learn on a daily basis. So if we have confidence as babies and toddlers and young children, where does it begin to slip? When do we start to lack confidence? When does self-doubt come in and negative self-talk? Well, it's from society, from our experiences and from the people around us. You know, we hear comments at school or we're put down by a teacher or we're laughed at at friends and colleagues and it makes us feel shame and embarrassment. And we have these experiences throughout our lives which really hurt us and cause emotional discomfort and pain and when we feel this it can leave an emotional imprint which we carry with us and we find difficult to leave behind and so we tell ourselves I can't do this I'm terrible at that I'm a failure and our confidence gets lower and lower and lower the more we engage in that negative self-talk and the more that we avoid certain situations and we get trapped We get trapped in a place of self-doubt and low confidence and because we're stuck there, we don't feel capable of doing things that are out of our comfort zone or challenging. We don't try new things, you know, but without getting out of our comfort zone and challenging ourselves and trying new things, we'll always struggle to develop our confidence. But one of the best things about confidence, and there are many great things about confidence, but one of the best, one of my favorites, is that in the same way that confidence can be squished down and depleted, it can also be regenerated and regrown and redeveloped. And no matter what you've been through in the past, you are able to develop confidence if you want to. And the way that you do this is through getting out of your comfort zone 
and practicing being confident. Now, I'm going to get a little bit sciencey here, but stick with me because it's really important. Now, our brains are made up of cells called neurons, and neurons communicate to each other via connections called synapses. And these synaptic connections are being created and adjusted all of the time based on what we are feeding into our brains, what our environment is, and what we are learning. Now, if this learning is repeated and reinforced, then it becomes hard-coded or wired into us and it becomes part of who we are. Just like how we learn to walk or how we learn to play an instrument or learn to drive or learn how to use a new software program at work or something. You know, at first, these things are new and we find them really difficult. But over time, as we continue to learn them and continue to practice them, we get better and better until we can basically do them without having to think about it. Confidence works in the same way. If we decide that we want to build confidence, we can learn how to become a more confident person through practicing being confident. And the more we practice it, the more we think and behave and speak in a confident way, the more our confidence skills develop and the more confident a person we become through this learning and reinforcement. It's very bloody clever. So the key to developing confidence is to try to show up in life as confidently as you possibly can, even when, especially when in fact you don't feel it. And what this means is that we need to be getting ourselves out of our comfort zones a lot. But this is hard. This is really bloody hard. And this is exactly the reason why most humans aren't massively confident because the process of developing the confidence skill is extremely difficult because it involves us being uncomfortable and vulnerable and feeling nervous and pushing ourselves when we really don't want to. But we don't grow when we're comfortable. We don't improve by doing the same things every day with the same people every day without making a conscious effort to get out of our comfort zones. And just like if you want to be able to play an instrument, you would have to practice, practice and practice. If you want to be confident, you have to practice this as well. And so the way that we practice confidence is by intentionally getting out of our comfort zones and putting ourselves in new and novel and challenging situations. If we don't do this, we're not growing. We're just standing still. So if you are feeling like you have quite low confidence in yourself at the moment, let me ask you this. When was the last time you got yourself out of your comfort zone? And look, getting out of your comfort zone looks very different to different people, but generally it could include learning something new or attending some kind of training or an event or starting a class or dating somebody new or doing activities or going on trips by yourself, challenging yourself on a new project at work or applying for a new job or promotion. You know, it's anything which involves a new, novel, uncertain or challenging experience that is getting you out of your comfort zone. So when was the last time you did this? And how often do you think you do this? Because if you haven't done anything to get out of your comfort zone in the last few months or years, in fact, you know, and you only ever get out of your comfort zone once or twice a year, if that even, then this will likely be a massive contributing factor to why you're lacking confidence. And so I want you to take this episode as your sign. This is your sign to do something 
Say yes to something that feels a bit scary, that feels unfamiliar, that feels difficult because the more we push ourselves into these experiences, the more confident we become. Now, I want to try and make these episodes as practical and helpful as possible. And so on each of them, I'm going to offer actionable ideas and tools and guidance that you can walk away with and apply to different areas of your life in order to make them better and to support your personal development and growth. So what I'm offering to you on this episode are two questions, two questions to keep in your back pocket and pull them out whenever you are faced with a situation or conversation in which you feel nervous, anxious, worried, stressed, and in which you need a confidence boost. And the two questions are, number one, what would a confident person do in this situation? And number two, what would a confident person think in this situation? So when you find yourself having to do or say something that is out of your comfort zone and you can feel your heart rate rising and you can feel the nerves washing over you and you can hear that stupid little voice in your head telling you that you're going to mess this up or that you can't do this, in those moments, pause, take a deep breath and ask yourself these two questions. What would a confident person do in this situation? what would a confident person think in this situation? And when you answer that question in your mind, you'll create an image of yourself carrying out whatever it is you need to do in a strong, composed, confident, calm way. And you'll switch to encouraging and reassuring thoughts like, this is going to be okay. I'm going to be great. And this image in your mind and the new positive thoughts that you're having will help to guide you in your actions and words. And this is going to help you show up in that situation in a more confident way. Now, I use this technique all of the time. I use it at work. I use it when I have to give presentations and facilitate meetings or have difficult conversations with people. I also use it in my personal life all the time as well. You know, if I'm meeting new people or if I'm walking into a social setting where I might feel a bit uncomfortable or self-conscious, I use it in those everyday settings which can make me feel a bit nervous. You know, something even like walking through a group of teenagers on a street or asking to move tables in a restaurant because I'm not comfortable where I'm sitting or asking someone to move their bag off the seat on the train so that I can sit down. Like it sounds ridiculous, but Anything like that where I feel like I need to pluck up a bit of courage and give myself a bit of a confidence boost, I ask myself those questions. What would a confident person do and think in this situation? And it really does help give me that kind of motivation and that clarity on how to act in that situation and what is going to help me get the best outcome that I want from that. And what I love about this is that every time I choose the uncomfortable option, so every time I choose to show up as the more confident person, like not crossing the street to avoid the group of teenagers or like asking if it would be okay to move tables in the restaurant or like asking if the person will move their bag off the chair so I can sit down, like facilitating that meeting in a clear and confident way rather than rushing through it or feeling insecure and shy. 
every time I choose to do and think what a confident person would do and think in those situations, I am becoming a more confident person. On the flip side, this works in exactly the same way. If I didn't ask to move tables or avoid that difficult conversation or I delegated the presentation to a colleague, if I just stood up on the train because I was too scared to ask the person to move their bag, with every action I take that is being what an unconfident person does, I am becoming a less confident person. So every single day we can choose to develop our confidence by showing up as the most confident versions of ourselves, even when and especially when it feels really scary and really uncomfortable. And if you do this on a regular basis, if you practice being confident, confidence will be learned, reinforced and hardwired into your brain and you will naturally become a more confident person. Alrighty, that is it from me in today's episode. I hope you're coming away with a bit of a deeper understanding of what confidence is and why it plays such a major role in our quarter life years and how it can be used to help us navigate quarter life confusion. I also hope you are coming away feeling empowered and motivated and equipped to show up more confidently all of the time so that you can become the most confident version of yourself. Now, if you want to take your learning a little bit further, you are going to love my workshop called Confidence and Clarity, Two Frameworks to Get You Unstuck. On the session, I give you two practical and proven frameworks to help give your confidence and your clarity a boost in situations where you're feeling stuck and insecure and inadequate. Now, the session is pre-recorded, so you can just watch it anytime you want. It's completely free. You just need to go to lovemycourtalife.com forward slash workshop and access it from there. I've also put the link to the workshop in the show notes as well. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you have enjoyed this episode. If you have, please let me know. You can drop me an email at hello at lovemyquarterlife.com or give me a message on Instagram at lovemyquarterlife and I would absolutely love to hear from you. All right, have a lovely day, whatever you're up to. New episodes are released every Wednesday, so I will see you on the next one. Bye. Thank you.